Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock And I'm telling you, Hammer, this Delphi murder trial is starting to look more and more like a... I don't want to use the word circus, but I, I really hope this is a, you know these latest developments don't hinder finding justice for Abby and Libby. So today was the day where everybody was supposed to have this big come to Jesus meeting with Judge Fran Gall in her courtroom. This isn't the courtroom where the trial is going to be taking place. This was a specific location, and it lasted about five minutes. Richard Allen's appearance in court lasted about five minutes because we found out that the defense team for Richard Allen has withdrawn. And now state public defenders will be given to the Delphi murder suspect. Now, when you were gone, yeah, Nige, we heard had about this. Richard Essex, the investigative reporter for Channel 13 in here. And there were a lot of people that felt the defense team was doing some very... I don't want to say underhanded tactics to try to make this whole thing look like just a chaotic circus. But today the defense team did not show up. They have withdrawn themselves and a public defender will be named to Richard. Didn't something get leaked? Grizzly crime scene photos, allegedly grizzly crime scene photos leaked out to the murder sheet podcast, which we've had on this show before Anya and Kevin To which, once they received it, it was unsolicited. They didn't ask for it. They called the authorities and said, hey, these look like grisly crime scene photos. This looks like evidence. We don't want to be involved in any of this. So they called the police. They didn't do anything wrong. But the fact that these pieces of evidence are being emailed out... That's a problem because that could taint a potential jury pool. I know, and that's exactly how I started this segment out with is I hope this does not in any way hinder finding justice for Abby and Libby because it seems like kind of a mess right now. And John Herrick, the news director at 93 WIBC, will join us coming up here in just a little bit, and he will have more information. But again, it was quick. It was over in five minutes. The defense team has left Richard Allen and state appointed public defenders will be appointed. So, Nige, you are back in Indiana, fresh off a trip to Florida. So how are you going to spend your evening hours tonight at eight o'clock? Will you be watching Joe Biden's (laughs) primetime address on Israel and the Ukraine wars or... Jacksonville at New Orleans, <laughs> Thursday night football, Amazon Prime. Oh, don't do this to me. What should I be watching or what do I want to watch? <laughs> I'm going to watch Joe Biden's primetime address on Israel and Ukraine so you don't have to. Is that all right with everybody? 
We appreciate uh, that. Yeah, you owe me a debt of gratitude. <laughs> You're back for one day out of the last two, <laughs> and I already owe you something. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Joe Biden tonight, if you can't be around a television, you can hear it right here at 93 WIBC uh, at 8 o'clock. So what do you think we're going to hear tonight, Nige? I, I think he's better exudes some sort of confidence, some sort of powerful uh, exuberance to let the world know that you are not to mess around here. Well, he said don't three times the other day. Was <laughs> that not enough for don't, you? Don't. <laughs> I better not hear any of this. Well, we got to pull back. We've got to, you know, look, we got to, you know, got to be careful because of the citizens of Gaza. And that's not how war works at all. I mean, right. You know, I don't want to hear anything about proportionality. Uh, sorry. That's, that's, that's not how this works. Now I just I want to hear confidence. Well, you may be waiting hear. for a while for that. You, we haven't seen that since the minute he took the oath of office. I think what you're going to hear tonight is him speaking out of both sides of his mouth. He's going to go up there and say the United States stands by Israel, our ally Israel. But just like he did in the speech in Israel, where he mentioned, yeah, we stand by Israel, but we're kind of going to give the Gaza Strip, $100 million. Today, I'm also announcing $100 million in new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and the West Bank. Let me be clear. If Hamas diverts or steals the assistance, they will have demonstrated once again that they have no concern for the welfare of the Palestinian people. Isn't that how we got here in the first place? Unfroze the $6 billion, and then what do you know? Hamas sneaks over the border and slaughters 1,300 Israels, uh, is Israelis, uh, and br brutally. Might I add that word in? This, this is how we got here in the first place. Yeah, and listen, you can talk all you want. Hamas better not take that money and use it for terror. Get ready, Bal, because Hamas is totally going to take that money and use it for terror. This is the same Hamas that uses its old, uh, own civilians as human shields. They wouldn't let them leave Gaza after Israel told them to get out because the attacks were coming. I saw footage of Gazans trying to escape and Hamas bombing cars so they wouldn't leave. And, and the reason they want to do that is to show the world the grisly photos. Here's what Israelis doing the, to the Palestinians. And keep in mind, Hamas yeah. is the elected political party of the Palestinians by the Gaza Strip. So don't tell me that, well, we hope you don't use it for anything nefarious. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? They have received tons of money over the years for, quote, humanitarian aid. And guess what they haven't used it for? Humanitarian aid, for the love of God. <laughs> Ron DeSantis talked about this yesterday. Joe Biden just announced $100 million of your taxpayer dollars going to the Gaza Strip. They say it's humanitarian assistance. We know Hamas is going to commandeer that money, and Hamas is going to use it to advance terrorism. I say no U.S. tax dollars to the Gaza Strip. We still have hostages being held by Hamas. There are American hostages being held by Hamas. How are you funding them when they're holding Americans as well as others hostage? I challenge every Republican running, step up to the plate, join me in opposing 
Biden's $100 million gift to Hamas. Yeah, you know, at least when they unfroze the $6 billion, that was to Iran. Now, we all know Iran funds Hamas. But now we're just giving it straight to Hamas. <laughs> what? How do you? How are they able to do that anyway? That's R- like right giving now. Hunter Biden a bunch of money and say, "Don't go spend that on crack now." <laughs> okay, sounds good. Who signs off on the paperwork in our federal government for tax dollars going to Hamas? I don't get it. And I'm glad that Ron DeSantis brought up the hostage situation because it feels like. In this news cycle, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about the people at the Capitol. We've talked about college kids protesting on campuses. But oh, by the way, there are American hostages here. When Iran took American hostages in 1979, it became like a round-the-clock story and ultimately led to the demise of Jimmy Carter's presidency, among other things. Today... You know, there's a number of Americans being held hostage in Gaza, and the corporate national media is acting like nothing is happening here. It's almost like this doesn't exist. To me, Americans being held hostage is a pretty big damn deal. So tonight, Joe Biden, 8 p.m., addressing what's going on in Israel and also Ukraine. You know he couldn't do a speech without bringing up a little funding for Ukraine. But... To get you in the mood, to get you fired up for what you could see tonight, the Hammer and Nigel Show present great moments in presidential speeches. (laughs) Great moments in presidential speeches. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Great moments <laughs> in presidential speeches. Nigel's watching Biden tonight, so you don't have to. That's your penance for being gone for so long.